0: This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress.
1: We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives.
0: And now the conversation begins. This is episode 124.
1: Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey.
0: And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Akshat Chaudhry. Akshat is the founder of BlogVault Malcare. He's been in the WordPress community for eight years. Mostly a developer, Akshat is also growing his team and dealing with the challenges that come along with that. Welcome, Akshat, we're so glad you're here.
1: Hi, I'm glad to be here. Well, we're excited to meet you today, Akshat. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
2: All right, so as Tara had introduced, I'm the founder of BlogVault and Malcare. We are a WordPress backup and security service. So that's that's essentially what what we do. And as the founder, uh, yeah, I lead the team, make sure uh, yeah everything is happening on time. And actually, like on a personal front, I've uh, as you guys had mentioned earlier, like uh, my my life has been BlogVault and Malcare have been my life for almost eight years now. That's what I've been uh, eating, breathing, and <laughs> Everything, yeah. all my life has uh, revolved around it. So that's uh, yeah, it's, it's almost uh, and it's almost sad in a way, but uh, it becomes your identity to such a great extent. Sure, because you are so involved in this in your business, and yeah, that's uh, that's that's what uh, uh, I think. Yeah, as of today, that's that's how. I would, yeah, I would describe myself.
0: Yes. Well, blog vault is a familiar term for many of us in the WordPress space. How did you get started with that?
2: Well, yeah. So this is an interesting story. So actually, uh, I'm an engineer by by uh, by education, and I was working as an engineer writing code day in and day out. And uh, I have I I actually still consider myself a WordPress outsider to to a great extent. But when I when we got started, I did like I barely knew anything about WordPress. Now, one of the bloggers I was following who is like a really famous internet personality and he, he lost his website. And that's when I thought, okay, maybe if this guy who is so famous and actually very technical, if he can lose his blog, then maybe there is something to it. And uh, that's, that's how I got the idea. I thought it's like a two-week project. Now it's been eight years and even now, uh, we are improving and building our product. So, yeah, either I'm—I don't think I'm that terrible a programmer. So I think we—we uh, we just uh, two things have happened. One, uh, yeah, I think everyone estimates incorrectly. But secondly, the—the uh, the space itself is so interesting and so many things open up once you go deeper into it. That—that uh, uh, that it takes a long time to build a great product
0: yeah were you already using WordPress at the time were you already familiar with WordPress when your friend had oh no, I was no
2: so there was no it's like i that's how I came I, I'm sure I must have heard of WordPress then it's been a long time but uh I had never really used WordPress uh, which is actually so one of the reasons why we are called blog vault had we had I used WordPress maybe I would have been called uh, I would have called it WP vault or something like that i was like okay well, we need to protect blogs and uh, what what are blogs made of and it's uh, uh wordpress is this thing called wordpress and uh, how do you go about doing it so that's that's the uh, that's how i got into wordpress so i'm i was a complete outsider
1: i'm really interested in how your your witnessing this this famous bloggers website implode with no backups and you're thinking to yourself, well, I could go ahead and write something that would be a service of value to there. Presumably you were working somewhere as an engineer at the time, or maybe finishing up studies, depending on where you were at in, in which season of your life. But how did it, how did it evolve from an idea when you're lamenting some blogger losing all all their content to the point now where you're the, the founder and uh, leader of a, of a very well known and well respected company in the WordPress community. Walk us through that in a kind of a nutshell, if you would.
2: Okay. So, again, uh, when, when we got started, we, we didn't really know what we're getting into. We didn't think that it's going to become, uh, frankly, I, and the reality is, I thought maybe it's going to make me like $2,000 in a year. And uh, we've come a long, long way since, since then, but it nice a side project. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't expecting much. And uh, so I built this, I launched it and launching it frankly mean, meant nothing because I, as much as I you, would use internet, I didn't really uh, expect like really uh, people paying you on the internet. So, you know, the first time, uh, six months down the line, uh, I get this mail from a customer. From a customer. I wouldn't, couldn't even call him customer, from a user. He emails me saying that, hey, I'm trying to pay you. The payment is not going through. And I still remember that moment very clearly when I'm sitting, I'm sitting with my friends. And I get this mail. I'm like, okay, someone is actually trying to pay me. And then I realized that my PayPal integration was incorrect and the code I put in was wrong. So I fixed it. And, and I think a few hours later, I got $29. And I was like, "Wow, people pay for, pay on the internet." And I still remember very clearly when I got that mail and that feeling. It's insane because, frankly, I was not expecting any of it. I just built something, you know, for the heck of it, almost. You obviously are in, invested into the project. So whenever you build something, you're invested into it. But at the same time, you don't. It's, you don't have expectations from it, and especially when you have never been paid. Like here is a complete random stranger sitting in some other part of the world paying you. Uh, I had created my PayPal account for this specific purpose and then then all of that. So it is, it was, yeah, it's quite fascinating. And I,
1: yeah, it still gives me goosebumps.
0: That's great. That's great. Well, it's yeah, amazing. I can hear
1: that, that in your voice.
0: Yeah. That you, um that you started from that point and to see where you are now, what, what would you say has been, um what would you credit to, the growth of Blog Vault, how did you get the word out after that first $29 sale? How did, how do you, how do you, how did it grow?
2: Okay, so, I, and in, again, all, all honesty, it's been, like, I've been tremendously lucky because I'm not in a marketer. I'm far from it. So it just happened. I, frankly, I'm not even sure how we got through. So we wrote a couple of articles here and there then I think a couple of bloggers picked us up. And, uh, okay, this is a great story, actually. So uh, we launched, and a, a couple of weeks later, jet, uh, uh, not Jetpack, so earlier it was called Vaultpress. So that's automatic, our competitor launched. And, you know, at that point, I thought, okay, this is done, forget it. We have, like, now the main guy is there, and they have launched, and they have, they have a good product, so they are going to win the market. And this is one of my big learnings, so What actually happened was when people started looking for WordPress and started talking about, they're looking, okay, who are the alternatives to WordPress? And we would start getting included in those articles. And I think that is the single biggest reason why we exist. Because I was not going out and I had my day job, which I was doing actually for quite some time since then. And WordPress, uh, People started writing about WordPress and they would somehow find me, I think. Uh, and uh, they wrote as a byline or as a second article or something like that. And people started coming and checking us out at the same time. And That's,
1: that's a very humble answer.
2: It is not. It's the reality. So, but there, there's a great takeaway for people who build products. Uh, don't, uh, don't be scared of competitors. Competitors can actually help you because they help validate and define a space. And that's, uh, th- that I think is very, very important when you're building products.
1: Yeah, that's, going into that's a good
2: an, lesson. Going into an open market where people don't even understand your space becomes a big challenge because vast majority of us do not have the capability of educating people as to the to creating the need.
1: I wonder if you can share a little bit about what Blog World- malcare does what it what your business offers what services is and i and i'll preface it uh with the with the understanding that we are not a technical show <laughs> so if yeah. you can kind of talk about it in terms maybe that that first blogger who lost all all, all of his or her content would understand all
2: right so blog world actually so we have come uh, a long way since just blogs and we, have, we cover all sorts of wordpress sites and today we see that vast majority of WordPress is, while WordPress is very popular with bloggers, it's also very popular as a CMS with businesses building their websites. And no blogger or no business can really afford to have their websites go down or have something wrong with it. So, and things do happen. Frankly, over the, over the few years, we have seen lots of things go, go wrong. And one of the days when BlogVault was used the most was when there was a hurricane which hit New York. And it took down data centers for days. So even the most improbable event, like a hurricane affecting your site, does happen. And in all those situations, what you require is a good backup. And that's what Blog World does. And uh, actually, so the thing is, we are exact opposite of what a technical product really is. What we have done is we have taken away the whole technical... Difficulty associated with uh, with any anything as complicated as backups, and just made it make made it really really easy for anybody. Sometimes, and in the WordPress space, you know, we we almost assume that our customers or our users are willing to configure a million settings and like doing it, and are capable of dealing with it. In my, I don't come from that. Uh, uh, thought at all. We like to keep it like really simple, and almost assume that customers will do not want to do any settings. They they do not want to. They are not positioned to make the best choices. If you have the expertise, then you should provide it, and that's uh, so that's something which we do and make it really simple. So we did blog vault and we built like this great backup product, which makes it really easy to backup your WordPress site. Over a period of time, we realized that uh, backups, customers were restoring backups for different reasons. Obviously, when the servers crashed and data centers, something went wrong and human errors and everything. But one of the big reasons was when the sites got hacked. Now, they would use their backups to recover from the hack. The first thing I would tell you is never recover from a hack using, from a backup, like only in the worst case situation, because... When you want to remove malware, you need to get rid of it completely. You can't just restore from a backup and assume that it's gone. You, it's almost like you need to get rid of the bed bugs. You can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, yeah, I think uh, how, I don't even That's know. That's a what good the,
0: analogy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you need to do that complete, thorough cleaning. And uh, backups do not always do that. But okay, coming back to the story, uh, people were restoring their sites from backups when the sites would get hacked, and as we were helping these customers out. We realized that their sites would be hacked for six months or longer before they even realized that their sites have been hacked. And that got us into the thing, uh, into the uh, our next journey, which became MalCare, where we said that hey, why aren't customers able to find the malware? And they have all these products, and there were there there have been there are quite a few security products out there. Over time, we realized that. Those security products were just not able to find all the malware, and uh, uh, we we got we tried to solve the problem. Uh, unfortunately, we thought the problem was much 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 harder than than we actually anticipated, and it took us like almost three years to make a scanner which we were happy with, and that became our second product. That's MalCare. So yeah, so yeah, today we are we have two main products, Blog Vault and Malcare, but we have a bunch of other ideas that we are working with.
0: Yeah, is, am I correct in remembering that is Blog Vault also used for migrations by some web hosting companies?
2: Oh yes, that's, uh, so Blog Vault, so we, did, we do great backups and we do great restores. And this is again, actually a fantastic story. And uh, so this is, uh, uh, we all know WP Engine, which is a great web host. And WP Engine's founder, Jason Cohen, has been like, uh, you know, I've really looked up to him for a long time and followed him on the internet and almost would listen to, would almost talk him. So read all his blog posts and see wherever, uh, or see all the videos or conferences he would appear on on the internet. And then also listen to a lot of his, a lot of the podcasts he would appear in. And in one of the podcasts, he mentions that migrations are the single biggest reason they, uh, they would lose customers. And this is a, quite a few years ago. And that's when it got into me that hey, this is something we do well, and we need to partner with WP Engine. It took a couple of years. Uh, I'm not a great sales guy. I should have done a, given the, but uh, we were finally able to uh, meet Jason, and then uh, 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 frankly, actually, I can't even take credit for selling that. The, the, that sale happened because one of our customers, uh, who's a big agency in uh, in UK uh they had heather Brunner, who was the ceo of uh, wp engine visiting them and these customers co- convinced heather to talk to us so they uh, so that's that's the real story so so yeah so it it's kind of coincided i had a value proposition where the migrations was there but had those customers not convinced heather who is the ceo of wp engine we, uh, this partnership would not have happened but wow. yeah long the long and short of it is today we Power migrations for uh, all the major WordPress hosting companies from WP Engine, Pantheon, Flywheel, Liquid Web, Cloudways, DreamHost. I'm definitely missing quite a few of those. But yeah, yeah we've...
0: I thought I, I thought I had seen it and used it, and it is really amazing. Having used a number of different migration profiles uh, platforms, I would say that I don't think I've ever had a problem using the migration on WP Engine or others that use Blog Vault. It's very seamless. And I'm sure it must help them as well in their sales process and to retain so you've added a great value to their service as well. So that's a really Thank neat you. story. Yeah, I was wondering how that relationship worked. That's really interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I want to I yeah. chime in on that yeah. because I, as you started, as Tara asked the question about migration and you started to explain, it occurred to me that yeah, of course I've recognized Blog Vault. And to Tara's point, it works so seamlessly that I didn't even really recognize it because you know, when it doesn't cause you any headaches and it just does it. And I'm I'm a WP engine client. So I log into WP engine and I move a site and I just walk away and it happens. So uh, that's great. Thank you for making a great product. And it's it's so interesting that one of your clients basically did all your sales work because you have such a great product. And I think that sounds like there's a whole nother podcast right in that. And right in that point alone. Um,
2: oh, yeah. No, they're, they're lovely people and uh, definitely one of my uh, very, very close friends uh, in the WordPress community. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, a shout out to Vinita and Tom from whole Green Digital. Uh so if you guys are ever in, if you ever see them, definitely say hi to them. They're great people.
1: I'll have to check them out. I'm, I'm heading over to the UK uh, over the summer. But I, I want to ask you about success, Akshat, And I want to ask about more specifically, what is your definition of success? And that might be a personal definition, professional definition, given what you shared about the amount of time that you've poured into a blog vault over the last eight years and maybe a combination of both. Can you share that with us, please?
2: All right. So I think, uh, yeah, we have definitely, uh, I've been very, very lucky in touch with on that, but uh, uh, luck coupled with, uh, yeah, and and some some desire to to make things happen and those those things, when they come together, uh, I think it leads to to success, and at least in the professional sense, or maybe I think at at any level, where you have a desire and you work towards something, and then you and then the timing and luck and other yeah other factors come together to help you achieve that. That's uh, that's what would uh, that's what I would define as success. Now, uh. What is success to me? Frankly, I'm a very, uh, yeah, I'm a very happy kind of happy-go-lucky person also. So I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not this, uh, uh, crazy, aggressive entrepreneur kind of person. Sometimes you feel bad about it because you have been presented with such a fantastic opportunity, but I'm, uh, success also uh, it defines content, yeah, being content with, uh, what you've been able to do. And, uh, and also recognizing the opportunity that you have to make a bigger impact. So, yeah, I'm, I would definitely say I'm successful at that.
0: Yeah. I, your story strikes me because you are, it sounds like you fit this definition of the idea of an accidental entrepreneur. Do you think if you hadn't built this, you know, solved this problem for your blogger friend, do you think that you would own your own business or I mean, do you think you, you always were destined to do this kind of thing? Even if it wasn't Blog Vault, would it be something else?
2: So, Blog Vault was not my first venture. I've, or I've tried things in the past. I've worked, I think I worked equally hard at those other ventures too, and they did not succeed. So, uh, uh, I, I would not say, I will not say that I was destined for success because I have worked equally hard at other Uh, on other projects uh, and things that do not necessarily work out. So I'm not saying that I'm uh, had blog vault not worked. I would have definitely done something else, which would have been equally successful. I I don't believe that, Uh, but yeah, uh, entrepreneurship is something which is, uh, which has always, yeah, I've always tinkered with ideas and uh, want to uh, have wanted to make products which uh, customers or people love. So that's, that's, that's what gives me joy. Where I like when that. you do, when you make things with people use and it's, it gives you a satisfaction, which frankly, nothing else, at, at least for a person like me, nothing else I think can give. It is what makes me wake up in the morning every day.
1: Yeah. I certainly respect that. And you shared that you're a happy go lucky Kind of guy, and from the time that we're spending with you, and the time before we we click the record button, that that strikes me as a pretty accurate description of you. And I want to go back something to that you said earlier in the show, Akshat, around and kind of compare it a little bit and contrast with what you're sharing about success and how helping people, making the world a better place, and if you know you can you can succeed in that, that's great. But you kind of little bit lightheartedly, I admit, you said it's almost sad in a way, how much kind of time and energy you've poured into blog vault over the years. And, and I don't share that with you back in a critical way. But to kind of ask about how do you consider the balance? How do you work about balance between, you know, you've built this very successful company with a with a global audience and that's its own challenges, right? You're getting emails and support calls and business opportunities 24 hours a day because your clients are all over the world. How do you balance all of that in a way that still enables you to be the kind of happy-go-lucky guy that you you, you certainly come across as?
2: So, no, I don't think I do a good job of balancing it. I don't think any of my family members will, uh, <laughs> will say that I'm balanced in any possible way. Metric. At the same time, I think I pretend to work a lot harder than I really do. I take my vacations and I, I've been very fortunate. Like, I've seen, because of WordPress, I've seen the whole world now attending WordCamps and going and meeting people and doing, the, uh, yeah, the, doing things. So basically, uh, every WordCamp I attend in a different part of the world, I get to basically vacation for free. With, with a company pays for me to go and actually hang out with people, so uh, I don't even remember what the question was. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> That's I got all right. you Kind <laughs> of answered it,
1: <laughs> but you, but you've you've led us led us into another area. I, I'd like to chat with you about, and it's it's about the WordPress community and your involvement in it. And you've been to a lot of WordCamps. You've got this very well known plugin. Uh, tell us a little bit about your your involvement with the WordPress community and maybe kind of walk us through your first ideas of, hey, I'll make a backup tool to discovering the community that came around or that grew around the software.
2: So uh, I still remember the first WordCamp I attended like a few years ago to WordCamp. I uh, I don't know, have you been to the WordCamp San Francisco? That that used to be like the erstwhile or what was considered like the WordCamp US at that time before... They had an official WordCamp US, and I remember going to the first one from from India. That's a big hike and a significant uh, yeah, a good 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 uh, deal of money was spent. And when you go there, the very first WordCamp, you don't even know what the hell is going on. You don't know about what press community or this entrepreneur who has to make money and you know make sure that at least you make back the money you have spent on the air on the flight and everything else. Fortunately, you don't have to make back much money to, on the uh, on the WordCamp ticket, which uh, the community is make ensures is very very reasonably priced. Uh, so, so yeah, you are, you go in there and you are trying to have these conversations and trying to sell your product, and then I feel miserably because the, the WordCamp is not about selling, and uh, and then you feel miserable. Actually, you just feel terrible at the end of it because. You've gone there, you've not met anybody really, and you've, and you've failed at your original mission, of which is like, okay, I'm going to go there and get a bunch of customers, which, yeah, which I will not advise anyone to do now. Uh, or at least not people like me to do. So, uh, uh, so I realized that's okay, something I'm doing wrong. And then what I did was in the next WordCamp, which was in WordCamp uh, Sofia, uh, actually WordCamp Europe in Sofia, I volunteered. And that's that's when the light went out uh, uh, like that was like when that's when I realized that hey this is not, it's th- this community is not about and actually is, you know the, 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 those words are wrong it's not that I realized and it's like oh I have to deal with this problem in this way it's it's just that i my uh perspec- I won't even say I my perspective changed I realized that uh, I basically made friends that's the right way of putting it. Like, you go there, you volunteer, and then you have all these people are so involved in, the, in WordPress, and it's a celebration. And you're part of that celebration. And then you're making friends, and over a period of time, uh, people get to recognize you, and everyone is out there trying to help you or uh, know more about you, and looking back, the dots will connect. If you try and force the doc, dots to connect, they don't happen.
0: Um what about your local community there and you're in india so where in india are you
2: i'm in bangalore uh, I, again i'm not uh, very very involved in the wordpress community frankly i'm not involved in very uh, a lot of yeah in, any community i don't uh, i get to office finish my work that's all takes up most of my time uh, they do have a, a fairly a small community, but we're we'll we going to have a very first WordCamp uh, sometime, I think, uh, in the next few months in Bangalore. So uh, that's going to be very exciting. I, I'm, I can't take any credit for it. We have hosted a couple of WordPress meetups here, but uh, I'm not a very active member of the community. I can't. Uh, yeah, that's not me.
0: Yeah, but you, it, well, it sounds like you are in terms of the worldwide community, though, because your product is all over and so people know you and and you've met a lot of people and friends i think through through word camps even if it's not your local community
2: yeah that's 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 the reality of it
0: yeah yeah and that's okay um i want to ask you about advice we ask our guests to share with us some advice that they may have received in their life, that's that's made an impression on them, and maybe that you've implemented into your life somehow. Have you? Can you think of any advice that you've been given that's been helpful to you?
2: Yes, uh, this is something which I've been actually thinking for the past half an hour or so. For what, what what's an advice which has been given to me, which I have implemented? It's, you get so many so much advice, and invariably, what you end up doing is they're not implementing it. And then you feel uh, pretty terrible about it. This is a question which has stumped me completely. What's an advice I've received?
1: No, that's uh, all right. Don't don't feel bad. That's that's the very nature of a hallway chat. Is we catch people yeah. off guard and we chat. And <laughs> so so let me ask you this: you you've been in business for eight years. You 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 started with an idea, and you know now you you've got a very well established, highly respected company. If you had to try to narrow it down what would you say has been your biggest challenge in the past eight years in growing your business
2: uh, i think communication or is one big... of the
1: biggest so as not to put you on the spot again one of the biggest
2: no no no. i think I, this one i'm clear uh, i think communication is a big challenge i'm not a communicator i tend to tend to stick by myself and uh, uh, do my own thing and when you're building a company you can't do that when you're building a product you can't do that because Marketing is communication. Everything is communication. And that's one of the big learnings, the importance of communication uh, over time and uh, the effect it has because you need your team to communicate. You need to communicate with your team. You need, to, you need your team to communicate with everyone. And then you need your company to communicate externally because unless you do that communication, it's, it's, going, to, uh, it's going to hamper you.
0: Yeah you because mentioned we mentioned in the intro that that you're growing your team and that that's posed some challenges for you so um is your team remote or do they do you all work together well,
2: So we all work together I told you communication is a big challenge I can't imagine working remotely because then yeah I think at least now we see each other and talk to each other at least a bit in uh, yeah I'm not the kind of person who can m- deal with remote I need to see it so at least there is some level of uh, just you know, face-to-face which leads to better communication and better interactions.
0: Yeah, have you found any, have you had any lessons, anything to share that has um, worked for you in terms of communicating? Anything, any breakthroughs that you've had or are you continuing to struggle with any tools or techniques that you can recommend?
2: I think hire great team members who, who, who do the job better than you. So they will ensure that the company communicates much better than you do yourself. So that's, that's, I think that's, that's what has kept us afloat. And that's what is ensuring that we, uh, we are able to hire more people because I have team members who go ahead and do that, put in that effort and enjoy doing that process. I have team members who love marketing and uh, who want to reach out to others and try and get, get the word out about our product. And we have team members who actually communicate with each other and make sure that we are celebrating <laughs> and doing things like that. so so that's the, that's the, that's the hack. Uh, fill in your gaps, and that's uh, my team does make sure that we fill in that that one big big hole in a big way.
0: Yeah, well, that's great advice that you've shared with us, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Unfortunately, we are out of time already. It's been so great chatting with you today, Akshat. Um, Thank you so much for joining us. And I know it's we're in a very different time zone, so we appreciate your scheduling to work with our schedule as well. (laughs) Can you tell us where people can find you online?
2: All right. So uh, thank you, uh, thank you again, uh, Tara and Liam, for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Some places. Some of the questions was. uh, I think the last question was fairly tough. The one about the advice where I stumbled (laughs) quite badly. Uh, uh, Finally, like where you can find me. I'm on Twitter again. uh, I don't tweet very much. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. So that's uh, uh, that's where you can find me. Twitter at it's Akshat C. That's my first name. A K S H A T C as in last name. And on Facebook, you should search for me. If you are anywhere related to WordPress, I'm sure I'll pop up simply because now 50% of my friends on Facebook, or more than 50% are from the WordPress community.
0: That's great. Thanks. We may already be friends on Facebook. I'm not even sure if that's quite possible. (laughs) Thanks again for joining us. And um, I hope to meet you at a WordCamp again, because we did meet at WordCamp US, but I hope to spend more time with you at the next one. Absolutely. Same here. Okay. Thanks, Makhshant.
1: Real pleasure getting to know you. Thanks for your time this evening. Bye-bye. Thank
0: you again. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did.
0: If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com.
1: Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.